Welcome back, everybody, to the From the Stands podcast. I'm Alec Wojcik here with Alex Rodriguez. Yes, sir. Another match week has come and gone from the MLS. And I'm going to be honest again, dude, this is a really boring week. There's only a couple of results <laughs> that I was like, okay, cool. Like, that's interesting. That's exciting. But, uh, yeah, not a good week for FC Dallas. Not a good week for Houston. <laughs> um, but overall, we can say it was a great week to be a, a Houston and an uh, FC Dallas fan. An FC Dallas fan. <laughs> Are you okay? The, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, let me start. Let me start. So, uh, how are you doing today? Uh, we, we're all right. We're You're all right. right. Dude, I'll, all right. I'll just ask you. I'll just ask you. I'm just curious. I'm, doing, I'm doing all right. You know, yeah, I mean? fantastic. I, yeah, it's great. Great. Why? Okay. Okay. No, I'm just asking. Okay. Cool. 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 Um. Anyway, guys, like, we just want to let the, uh, let the you know record be known that we are going to be in Dallas or Alex is going to say Frisco um for the Texas it, Derby. It literally is Frisco, dude. It's a suburb of Dallas. Okay, and it's labeled Frisco. Like what else? Okay, do you want me to say? shut up. <laughs> no, no one goes to your games anyway. True. Um, so we're going to be in Dallas, Frisco, whatever you want to call it, May twentieth for the Texas Derby. If anybody wants to come. Uh, be interviewed, talk to us. We'd love to do that. Our main goal is to be, you know, to get the fans' perspective of it because, you know, we are called from the stands, so the fans are in the stands. Oh, that rhymed. That rhymed too. I don't know if you like that or not. I just thought of that just now. Anyway, but yeah, we're going to be there. We'd love to interact with you. That'd be cool, you know. It's just boring talking to Alex all the time. And also another uh, – yeah, I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> another, uh, another big news as well. I will be covering our first ever game representing uh, from the stands uh, with the, the U.S. – this uh, organization that only – that solely covers the U.S. Open Cup. It was like the longest-running uh, news uh, people that do this. So I'm pretty excited for this. It will be between mm -hmm. uh, Birmingham and uh, Chattanooga FC, which is – a I think a NISA team, so it'll be it'll be interesting to say the least. But yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, they told me I'm gonna get some media credentials, so that's pretty sick. It's gonna um, be good, good for the Twitter. It'll be good for the Twitter, man. I'm gonna post a picture and be like, "Oh man, look at me." Uh, it's in Tuscaloosa, by the way. So if any of you guys don't know, because you don't follow the USL or anything like that, Birmingham Legion has their own stadium, sort of. It's it's UAB Stadium. It's a college yeah. football stadium, but they play there. Yeah. But they're playing the game in Tuscaloosa, which is, if anybody doesn't know, is where the University of Alabama is. They're playing. Do you want to say? Do you want to say a difference between U of A and the University of Alabama? Hmm. You want to say a difference between U of A and University of Alabama? UAB University of Alabama at Birmingham. Dang. It's, okay. It, all right. Yeah, it's just one of those like other schools or whatever. So. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, they emailed me, told me I get a uh, little special privileges, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, yep. Yeah. First, first piece of work, right? First piece of work for us. It'll be it'll be interesting. I did want to go to the San Antonio versus Nashville game, but I'm not driving five hours to Nashville to probably see San Antonio lose. So I think it'll be a good opportunity. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> but anyway, let's get back into Major League Soccer. Like I said, not a ton of amazing uh, results as there has been in the past couple of weeks. We do have one, Nashville halts LAFC from getting another three points. Interesting. And I think it was pretty interesting that LAFC got dominated, or they didn't get dominated. They were dominating Nashville the entire game. LAFC had 19 shots compared to Nashville's eight. 
And guess who's the guy that saved them again? It's Boanga. Boanga yep. scores again. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Nashville Dude, is a, I, like a confusing I team. Confusing. I don't see Boanga staying with LAFC. Yeah, I don't Bro, either. I, but... I I think I think he's gonna move after the season. Like he's literally bailing out LAFC every game, or whenever LAFC need a clinical touch, he's there. I just I don't see how he stays. Honestly, I don't know. This man is carrying the you know the black and gold on his back. Like he's carrying the entire city of LA yeah. on his shoulders. He but um yeah I don't know Nashville like LAFC. I understandably so they kind of shifted themselves around a lot because they do have that Champions League fixture coming up and they want to be yep. prepared for that. And we've seen it. LAFC is able to move around their squad a lot because they just have somehow, some way, have so much room and so much money to do so that they never really have to struggle with, um, you know, rotation, uh, players getting injured or fatigued all the time. Like, I don't know. Well, but yeah, I but mean, then again, then again. That's, that's the thing, though. Look, like, there are substitutes where Carlos Vela... Apoku, Acosta, and Hollingshead that came on. And then the midfield is still Ilie, and then who's mostly playing for LAFC in the midfield. Um, and you still have a solid back line. Uh, and then Danny Buonga up top. Like this, I feel like this LAFC team is just so deep that I, I, don't, I don't see how they just continue to drop points. Uh, of course, they go to Philadelphia during the midweek, but... Man, LAFC is just staying on top of it, and especially when you have a bench like that. That's title-winning experience. I, I don't, I don't see where they lose points. I don't know. I think, but understandably so, since they are like preparing for the Champions League coming up against Philadelphia. Like the rotation is key. You have to keep the players fresh. You want the best team going against Philadelphia because Philadelphia is starting to find their form. Yeah, I guess yeah. you could say they did beat Toronto four-two this past weekend. So, but. I don't know. It is Toronto, like, though. Yeah, it is Toronto. Toronto's terrible. We all know this. Insigne scored, and he was 4-0 down, and he celebrated. It was kind of weird. <laughs> I won't lie to you. Um, but moving on, St. Louis dropping points to Colorado out of all people. Can, yeah, we, we expected St. Louis to batter Colorado and just keep on moving, pushing forward to the top of the league. I don't know what happened. What happened, St. Louis? Because let, let me read you. Let me read you some stats. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Colorado had twenty-one shots in this game. St. Louis had nine. Thirteen shots of the mm-hmm. thirteen of those twenty-one shots were on target. Only four of them were on target for St. Louis. They got dominated. Fifty-seven percent possession went to Colorado. And man, this was eighty-one percent pass. I, I don't know. I feel well. like you can look at it. Either way, uh, Colorado scored in the 92nd minute. Well, yeah, so. that, this is that's the thing, too. They w- were not clinical enough. But then again, no. for St. Louis to drop – St. Louis is first, keep in mind. They drop points to a team that's in 12th place and who is just not very good. Like, to just put mm-hmm. it bluntly. they are. Yeah, just to, just to begin good. with, Colorado has not been a good team for a long time. No. I mean, like – even if anybody's paid attention to any of our other podcasts, Anthony Hudson literally said himself that this team sucks. That got him fired. <laughs> the yep. current coach of the United States national team said Colorado sucks. And, yeah. So, Colorado is sitting on eight points. They only have one win this year. Only one win. And most of those points are coming from the five ties that they have. And, you know, St. Louis decided to give them another point. That's just sad from St. Louis's perspective because you don't want to drop, you don't want to drop points. 
Nah, um, especially when LAFC has a game in hand. Exactly. You want to drop points to that. And now they're level on points with Seattle. Um, and keep in mind also that New England and Cincinnati, in terms of the Supporters' Shield race, they are both ahead of St. Louis and Seattle currently. So mm-hmm. St. Louis, who you know is looking like this team that's really going to like push for you know latter stages of the playoffs they want to be a very competitive team like going forward they can't they cannot lose like points to teams like well, that that's the thing these are these are top teams right where you can't you can't go to colorado and get a draw right you need to get a result especially like you said cincinnati with 20 points new england with 20 points and st louis sitting on 19. you can't afford that and with atlanta united also sitting behind them at 18 points you just have so many teams waiting for to bite at it, and you just can't, you can't, you can't draw points there. Um, but I mean, we we expect them to continue, you know, getting results. I mean, they have a third that third round fixture we're talking about Union Omaha, and then they have Portland next, and then FC Dallas, which we're gonna lose that game for them. They they should be winnable games, but Fuck it. I mean, they they just thrashed Cincinnati five one, so I don't really know. I don't, I don't know, know how much this jaw is gonna, you know, shake them. I don't know, but Colorado, man, like, been terrible <laughs> this year, man. Like, I don't even know how, like, much more I can like put it. Like, they tied Charlotte. They tie. Well, they did tie LAFC, so kudos to them. Um, they barely beat Sporting Kansas City, which is the worst team in this entire league. Um, they did tie Austin. I guess you can't say Colorado is a terrible team for some of the teams that they're tying, but some of the teams they're losing to is kind of embarrassing. Like like who? Uh, <laughs> never mind. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, San Jose they lost to, and San Jose had a, was down to ten men. So I mean that was like starting of the season. So I guess you, I'm not going to give them too much, you know, too much whatever criticism. But yeah, I don't. Know. But again, Colorado is not a decent team where like the likes of St. Louis should be tying to. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's really all I can say about that. St. Louis, yeah. if you want to push and be, like, the best team in this league, you need to – you can't you can't do that. You can't be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, doing that. And uh, moving on to teams that are uh, just really, 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 really bad, Inter-Miami, six games in a row they have lost. Like, <laughs> when does it end for this? Like, yeah. when does it end for this team? They, well, they started that, off so well, so well they started off. And everyone was like, oh, maybe like, uh, you know, the David Beckham project is they you know, coming together finally. Maybe Phil Neville kind of, you know, got his stuff figured out. Yeah, he he hasn't. Yeah, I mean, the start was a 2-0 win over in Montreal and a 2-0 win over the Philadelphia, which at the beginning of the season was amazing to have a win against Philadelphia. Um, but now Philly isn't looking at strong, right? But the thing is now... <laughs> you lose six games in a row and i don't know if this is a manager fault or a player fault i feel like it has to be a combination of both because i don't know when when us the houston dynamo when we play inner miami it's the only dangerous player inner miami has is negri and other than that they have pizarro but he was non-existent um Having so, Josef Martinez on the bench as well was crazy to me. Yeah, it's crazy, but I don't blame it because you go five games uh, already. You, you've lost five games in a row. You have to switch something up. I And Josef Martinez hasn't been 
as dominant as he has been in previous years, especially with Atlanta United. So I don't I don't blame him for dropping Jose Martinez. But even then, when I'm when I'm a spectator uh, for Dynamo and I'm watching Inter Miami putting in Jose Martinez, I'm not nervous. I don't get nervous because Jose he Martinez hasn't done anything. And even when he came on the pitch, he was just non-influential at all. So uh, for me, I don't really know what the issue is for Inter-Miami. I don't know if they need a a change in manager position. If so, who do you pick up in the market? I just, I don't see what's moving forward for them. This has to, like, I I don't know exactly the, you know, relationship between David Beckham and Phil Neville or anything like that, but... I think Inter Miami needs to start looking at at different options because look, this is the team that everybody hyped up. Everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, this is the new LA Galaxy." If, as in, like they're gonna sign the stars, they're gonna be a really good team. Mm-hmm. No, hell no, it's <laughs> been it's... far from it. They're like their signings have been terrible. Like I don't even think you could rate Higuain that high. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't think you can. Matuidi, I don't think he was that good either. Um, Pozzuolo. Pozuelo, um, and then now Joseph Martinez. Joseph Martinez comes in from Atlanta. There's a lot riding, like there's a, a lot riding on a lot of their signings, and it just hasn't worked but, out. But so look, I, think- I want I want to review their last six matches, right? So the the, the games they should have lost, right? NYCFC, uh, they're a strong team, right? At home, um, lost to Cincinnati, and then. Those are probably the only two teams out of Toronto, Chicago, FC Dallas, and Houston Dynamo that you probably should probably should be losing, right? FC Dallas, I think that's probably a, a lost game right there. I mean, you dominated them. But other than that, you need to pick up points against Chicago, the Dynamo, arguably FC Dallas, and Toronto of all teams, right? If you're not picking up points at all, I, I, don't, I don't know as a player, how do you bounce back from six losses in a row? Especially when we're playing away games, it's. But do you know, like the you thing is though? I think that I don't know what. Like I said, I have no idea what's going on in, at, in Miami. But think about it. A lot of these players, like Jose Martinez, I don't think he cares that much. I don't bro. think they care at all. Yeah, they don't. No, I don't. They they don't care, bro. They live in Miami. They live in Miami. They're making decent money. Then they occasionally have to go play a soccer game. They don't care. They they just show up. They show up, get their paycheck, go home to whatever like apartment they got on the East Coast. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. So I don't really know what's next for in a way. And what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What they don't make the playoffs? Oh no! I know. What does like, that affect? Like, we previously that affect? haven't done that at all. So it's kind of like we'll see what happens. I mean, next they play Columbus away, or no? I think they're home to Columbus. Uh, let me check. Oh, no, they're away. So they're away at Columbus next. Uh, of course, before that, they have their Open Cup match. Against um, Miami FC, which, um, you know, I, I want to I wanna look real quick. Okay. Because I I honestly have a feeling that they might lose. The, so? My, Miami FC Where are they? In six their... right now, but they're okay. on seven points. So they are not having such a hot start to the USL season. Um, but I don't know. I feel like yeah, he's gonna be. I mean, dominated. that comes down to coaches' decisions, right? Of do they want to continue playing their starters, and then next you have an away game at Columbus, right? But mm. you don't want to lose against Miami FC. <laughs> I yeah. man, this is just it's just yikes all around, you know. And then after that, you play Atlanta United. Atlanta United are thriving. 
third place in the Eastern Conference and you play New England, Nashville, it just doesn't get any easier. And I I don't know what's next for his team. I I feel like with this start to the to the regular season, it's so hard to bounce back coming into the second half of the season, especially when you players are probably getting fatigued from traveling and everything. And especially yeah. in the hot summer. I don't I don't see it. I don't know. But Miami, you guys are an absolute mess. Figure it out. Uh, I just want to touch on this before we get into the actual uh, interesting stuff. Kansas City. <laughs> oh boy, you guys yeah. are abs. You guys are terrible, man. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my. Like, I don't know what the hell happened. In what's I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, okay? I don't know what's going on with Kansas City. You guys I mean, have ar- you guys have arguably one of the better co- head coaches in the MLS. Um, you guys have always been a decent team, but I'm gonna read this. I'm going to read this statistic to you, Alex, and I want to hear your reaction. Um, Sporting Kansas City has the same number of points, goals, and red cards through nine matches. And you know how much that is? Three. Yep. Not, not won a single game. Um, yeah, they have, th- they, have three, they have three points. <laughs> that's so bad it's so like like this like it's it's laughable it's laughable how bad this team is i don't i don't know what else to say about them because they they're dreadful they are like i don't know Dude, i don't no know what's wins, going on with them man it's been nine games and they haven't won a game like they're like, they're sitting bro, zero three and six negative 10 goal differential they've only scored three goals this season When's Dude, the last time you've heard of a team just being like that bad? Dude, even even LA Galaxy, LA Galaxy like, have scored seventh and they're thirteenth. They're they are one place ahead of them. Bro, is the sad part is that they're getting thrashed almost every game. Like San Jose, uh, Seattle Sounders. They dude. lost to Colorado. How do you how do you tie to Philly though? I don't know. They I don't know. How Philly, I don't know how Philly doesn't beat them. Let, yeah, like, continuously. That's what I'm saying. Like Philly is just such a weird team this year. But I mean, continuously getting red cards. Dude, I, I, I wonder how it feels to be like a Sporting Kansas City fan, especially like, and past in the past, you've been somewhat decent, making the playoffs, having sort of a stretch, and then to not winning any games, like in in nine games. Like that's. I, just, dude. I, I don't even know what to say. Like I just feel so bad. There's a dude, I don't know if you've seen him on Twitter at all, but he's like this uh sporting Kansas City fan. Like he posts like he'll watch the game and like post his reactions. Bro, they're the most hilarious things I've ever seen because he re- realizes just how bad this team is. Like he mm-hmm. goes absolutely like just crazy reacting to his result. He's like he's like, bro, we're we're so bad. And he just like he says it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you guys suck. Zero wins, three points in not through nine games is ridiculous. And you've only yeah. scored three goals. <laughs> That's crazy. Dude, yeah. You can't, you can't be doing that. Nope. We're almost in May. We're almost to May, Alex. Yeah. Almost in May. And you've only scored three goals. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I, I, I Prayers out to Sporting Kansas City fans. Yeah, prayers out to y'all, guys. Yeah, y'all, I, I, you guys are annoying. I don't know. There's just something about you guys that just I don't like. Just um, sitting there. But anyway, let's move on to the team that tied uh, <laughs> supporting Kansas City late, earlier in the season. LA Galaxy finally win a game. Dude, this this was amazing to watch because they won against Austin. Like that, Austin. that was the best part. You know what's funny too is that I was sitting, I was sitting on my beanbag when I was watching this game. Yeah, I, and 
uh, I saw like someone liked our tweet. Uh, <laughs> Alex had tweeted out and he said, now it's time to watch Austin FC lose. And who liked it, Alex? <laughs> Capital City Soccer. Uh, they're, they're a local club in uh, Austin, Texas, if anyone's unaware. And they are particularly dominant in youth, youth soccer. Um, and so uh, after uh, FC Dallas lost and Houston Dynamo won, you know, I was sitting there, I was like, all right, well, this is going to be a good night. You know, we won 1-0. And then, um, you know, time to watch Austin FC lose. And Cap City liked it. I couldn't tell if it was like a sarcastic like, like they thought it was that definitely like, a sarcastic like that, that like they think that we're Austin FC fans and we're like, oh, just can't wait to lose to LA Galaxy. But it was more like, no, we, we mean that Austin FC is going to lose and it's going to be a fun night. And it was, it was. a fun night. It yep. was such a fun night. Guys, 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 nobody hates Austin more than us. Like, look, we whenever like us, we found out Austin was getting a team. We were in England and we were Over like San Antonio as well. Over San Antonio, but look, we, we could do a whole episode on why <laughs> it's BS. But anyway, we were in England when we found this out. And obviously, we know each other. And we're like, we know each other's like, so who, what club they support. And we're like, okay, look, we cannot like support this team at all, Mm-mm. like any way, shape, or form. It's not even the fact that it's Austin FC, like the soccer team in general, bro. It's just Austin. Yeah, it's, it's shitty. Yeah, it's just the fact that it's Austin. Like, who actually like just sits there and enjoys Austin? Uh, that's exactly. the sad part. Austin's so, like just like I don't know. It's the dirt that people wipe wipe off <laughs> when you know th- they. It's funny because it's, it's the capital of Texas. Like, it's kind of like how did this city end up becoming the capital? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm ignoring Texas history f- for the time being. Um, but either way, uh, Austin is sitting eleventh in the league and this that's who you like to see man yeah that yeah. is what we like to see last season they finished what second or third they finished second in the they west second and now they're obviously only played eight games but sitting at 11th and it brings a big smile to see that fc dallas and dynamo on top of them yeah um i don't know what's going on in austin like, like um, let's be honest they're not way, as, they're not as dominant as they were last season obviously no it's i feel like it's more of an attacking issue which yeah. is it's 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 really nice to see jerusi just not doing well at all um same with fagunas rudy like it's, it's just fun to see them just silent in these games and i don't know um against the galaxy i mean the galaxy actually had a good game they were really good considering the El Trafi goal from last week, they were, they were really good. They had 18 shots, eight shots on target, 63% of the ball. I feel like even though Ricky Puigi was having a strong game, he was he was getting carried by his teammates, and I, that brought him to life. Eventually, he ended up scoring a goal, and I feel like this is a really dominant team, but they just, they're not putting up the points. Obviously, now they're, they're below Austin themselves, so... Yeah, something just wasn't has not been clicking at all for for this team. But the fact that they like I, I think we me and you both knew. I, I texted you, I said LA Galaxy is gonna win. Yep. I just had that feeling. I don't know well, why. It's because of El Trafico. They look so good against LAFC. I this is like I don't, I think we we're like giving them too much like uh just criticism before, but they they are a decent team. They are. Okay, they're a decent team. Let's not get it wrong. Just something wasn't clicking. And the fact but, I mean, at the at the end of the day, though, like if you're having a decent team, you can't be sitting there in thirteenth place with six six points. Yeah, being barely better than the worst team in the league. 
sporting yep. Kansas City. So so having a similar record to them as well. So I don't I don't I don't know. I was impressed with this performance. I was really happy with it. Of course, Austin isn't firing on all cylinders, but we it was so it, it was still a good performance to see from LA Galaxy. Yeah, I was I was very impressed with LA Galaxy, and hopefully. Hopefully they can, you know, start shifting this momentum for the rest of the season because, yeah. they, I mean, they're gonna need it. They play you Orlando City next, and then Colorado. So yeah, I, I think two two games they should get points from. Yeah, I was gonna say like I'm really excited to see Austin play San Jose. Like we lost San Jose, I really want to see San Jose be Austin now. Dude, because like yeah. if you guys for everyone out there, we are fans of any team that is playing Austin. Like. <laughs> No. Yeah, if you're a <laughs> neutral supporter and you see Austin playing, just know that we are going for the opposition. Like, we do not want to see Austin pick up any points. Like, so I don't know. It's I'm, like, I'm, it's I'm just a San Jose hatred. Day There's a hatred earthquake. there. Like, mm. dude, like, the thing is, this is why I hate Austin, okay? They, they're <laughs> like, their biggest trophy is beating us in the playoffs. Fair enough. You beat us. Cool. That's all they can say. Like, dude, dude, we really talk- can't. Dude, we gotta move on. We can, we, dude, we can do a whole podcast on this. I know we can. I just want to say that, like, you guys can start talking to Dallas and Houston whenever y'all get some trophies in your cabinet. But until then, shut up. Anyway, Shush. so let's move on to a more sad note. FC Dallas lose to New York. I was very disappointed. <laughs> I knew we were gonna lose because, like, dude, just the game itself, we just looked so bad. I don't know no, whether it's the NYCFC at home is good. Like they're. Good I know. Yeah, but dude, they play on a baseball field, and that was so sad. I was like, dude, they, <laughs> like, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, dude, we're playing on a baseball field right now. You know how narrow that field dude, is. You know how just small. What's crazy it- is like looking at like their supporter section, like just how like weird it is, like angled, and then like just from the camera. Baseball angles stadiums as well, are weird. Like, yeah, like, baseball they- stadiums itself are weird. I was like, I cannot wait for their stadium to be built because, dude, this like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it pisses me off. Just like I've I've honestly never watched the game of New York's at home before because like whenever I ever needed to, you know what I mean? Yeah, until today. It, until Saturday or whatever. Yes. Yeah, dang, Saturday. Dude, just yeah. watching them walk across the clay, like, from the baseball, like, portion of it, I was like, dude, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, no way. <laughs> and, like, the way that the, the advertising boards are, then the benches are behind it, yeah. and then they have to walk in between the advertising <laughs> boards to get out into the touchline. I was like, dude, mm-hmm. this is, like, the weirdest, like, game I've ever watched. But getting back to the game, FC Dallas, we looked absolutely dreadful, man. Slow every we dominate like not dominated. Well, we started <laughs> we dominated. Off. No, but like on a portion of the game, I like some could say that we did. Okay, but we had attacking chance after attacking chance. We put a we should have put a lot of them away. But our attacking like cohesion is not there. Well, like, the NYCFC keeper came up big. Well, yeah, dude, he got the luckiest save in the world. He wasn't even looking at the ball, but that it was going in, hit it anywhere else. It was a goal for us, but. I don't know. We we missed Alan Velasco so much. Like he's been injured the past two games, man. Oh, like we we've missed him because like he's the only like bright spot in our team besides Jesus Ferreira occasionally because Paul Ariola's not doing it. No one else is doing it. Our midfield just looks eh. The only uh person that's like actually putting in a shift is Paxton Palmical. Our mm-hmm. defense looks eh besides uh Giovanni Jesus. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with this team. It was a terrible performance, and hopefully we bounce back. But I don't don't count on it. Don't That's all you want to say about it? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't want to talk about it I, anymore. Do you want? Do you want to talk about uh, Paul Ariola supposedly? Uh, yeah, LA apparently Galaxy? Paul Ariola is going is on the radar of LA Galaxy, but I I don't think it's a good move for either side. Like LA Galaxy wants to spend a record amount of money on Paul Ariola to bring him in there. I don't think that's a good piece I mean, of business on their I, side. I think so for the biggest name in MLS history. Shut up. That's Jordan Morris, but right. I I don't think it's like smart on their side to do that. I also really really don't think it's smart for FC Dallas. As much as Paulo Riola has not done anything for us this season, there's no point in getting rid of a player that we're probably not going to replace. We have I, no I was options. Say that. We have yeah. absolutely no options. I'm not saying I wouldn't mind parting with Paulo Riola at one point in time, but look, we have to have a replacement first. You can't just get rid of somebody and be like, oh yeah, it's cool. Like we'll, we'll, we'll you figure have it Sebastian out. legit, bro. Dude, he's so bad. I don't even want to talk about him. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like ever since he cheated on Yeah, I was gonna Becky, say you got the cheat. Ever since he cheated on Becky G, bro, man's performances just went I don't know. Maybe he's just like really sad that you know yeah, his life isn't figured out for him anymore. But you brought on Nitsabalang, is that how you pronounce his name? Insabalang. Insabalang, Tuamasi, Sam Hunkwa, and then Kamungo. Dude, I don't know any of those players besides yeah, he, like Tomasi for this recognizable red card. Uh, I mean, yeah, Tomasi's an idiot. Anyway, um, well, the reason why we put uh Kamungo on is because he scored the winner last week. So we're like, oh, okay, maybe we'll put him on. Maybe he can provide a bright spot for us. Jesus Ferrer was obviously benched for this. Like, this is what I hate. It was the stupidest like friendly in the world that didn't need to be ha- didn't need to happen, and you chose Jesus Ferrer to play in it. Like, then that caused him to be benched. Like mm-hmm. like I said, our attacking like Kohiji is not there. Yadar o- Yadar Obion terrible. Get rid of him. Um, yeah, uh, I, I I don't know what else to say about this team. Moving on, let's go to Houston Dynamo to to end this podcast. <laughs> you, want, you want to end it with us? Yeah, let's yeah. end it with the Houston because the only Texas team to win this well, this past week. Yeah, the- I mean that was the thing though. Uh, I think our our man of the match for Dynamo was uh, our post. Um, Inter mm-hmm. Miami hit the post three times, so yeah, <laughs> I I don't like I said I don't really know what's what's moving forward for Inter Miami like as a player when you hit the post three times away from home like you just know it's not working out for you, um, but we got lucky with that, um, and it it almost felt like Inter Miami had the better of the chances, but we felt more in control of the ball, um, just whenever Miami countered, countered they were almost clinical. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, we had 11 shots, three on target, three on target. Like I said, three on target. So we're not impressive going forward at all. I think what we're missing is uh, Sebastian Ferreira. As much as I want Ben Olsen to play him, I doubt he's going to play play him. Uh, I think then, he's gone. I think he's I, gone. I think so, too. I think we're going to see him leave in the summer or leave in the offseason. Um, nah, I think I, he'll leave when that window opens up, like, maybe, again. I don't know, man, because it's it's our DP. So yeah, but you don't even play your DP. It's crazy. And that's the thing. The the thing I like about Fair is we it's he's a central point where we we can play the ball into him and he can feed the ball off. And Corey Baird is the is the exact opposite in which he looks like he's trying to fill in a Jesus Ferrer role as a false nine. And Corey Baird was formerly a winger, so. It's not necessarily working out for him as well. And whenever we do need a number nine to be involved and make a clinical run in the box when we can put in a cross, it's just not working out at all. Um, and then 
finding that focal point as a nine and you you want to play off of him. He's not that type of player, Corey Baird. So I don't necessarily know what, if anything is going to change, if any, because we're picking up results. Um, of course, I Hector Herrera just looks like he's a man playing with boys. He's been fantastic for us. Like he just he I, I think around thirty four years old. He just he always seems one step ahead of everyone else, and I kind of don't know why at the you know at such an old age. Um, but other than that, uh, we were okay. Uh, I, I I think um, you know whenever we play our next match, let me let me actually check who we're playing next. Because away from home we're terrible. So we play Open Cup at Tampa Bay, and then we play RSL at home. Both winnable games, but after yeah, uh, us at home we're somewhat decent. As soon as we go away, uh, I expect us to lose. So I don't know how you're so good at home just because like nobody shows up to your games. Like honestly, yeah. like no, I don't understand that, dude. Like just watching your games, like, I see so many empty seats, and it pisses me off. No, I think it's the camera view. That's why. So it's, apparently, it's not, the, it's not the camera. So view. with the camera view, the one that's pointing onto the field, the whole row that's on that bottom part is the most expensive seat. So you can't really see the whole outer ring behind next to the camera and the peripheral. So you can't but really you can see, see behind the gold and circle all the way yeah, to the other I know, side I know, of the gold, and it's I empty, know, empty, empty, empty. Yeah, so I I don't really know. Um, I think not until we make the playoffs again, we might see more people come in. But like like last last season, I think we only won six home games. Six. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I mean, for our city, we should have more more spectators. Yeah, but that's all guys... I have for you reports of the houston dynamo i don't know uh the mls transfer window does close tonight but i, I dude i have i see no like major whatever is like coming in i don't see any big trades happening Mm-mm. um hopefully fc dallas makes some because we need it because we suck um but I, I don't see it happening because it's i don't know it's a weird time <laughs> it's a weird time paula real mm-hmm. is definitely not leaving but yeah that's pretty much it everyone uh yeah it's been a really boring week hopefully it'll be more entertaining <laughs> next week because yeah also the u.s open cup starts on wednesday or around that time a lot of mls teams will be taking place so if you want to watch a team go ahead and watch it they have weird streams now so you'll probably find it on youtube somewhere mm-hmm. uh it, it just depends and yeah so that has been the from the stands guys hit us up on twitter at the stands pod if you guys want to get in touch with us uh our email is also in the bio as well uh just keep in mind we are looking for people to talk to when we go to uh dallas for the texas derby yeah it'll be an interesting time we don't know if mm-hmm. we're gonna hit any any more games up because you know money's a thing and i'm broke so <laughs> yep yeah but yeah guys this has been from the stands podcast and we should catch you guys next time see you